Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grunler. Wolverine. What was that? Did you scream? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what? What's happening? Sorry. Okay. I didn't know if you could hear that or not. I actually had the other, so I could type in the other chat. Oh, you had ours In up. our chat, but the volume was going on, so it was like, oh, they got double music <laughs> happening. Ah. <laughs> Uh, I there. I, I, well, you panned it as if like you had some type of like OnlyFans page playing on accident. So <laughs> I wasn't it's, sure it's what type of show page, this was right? going to be. That's right. This is where we have our OnlyFans. Yes, this is our OnlyFans. These page. are our OnlyFans. Speaking of OnlyFans, this is a, I mean, this is not necessarily a hard left, but it, it, it falls in line, right? If you talk about subscriptions. <laughs> if you guys want to be a programmatron, a patron of the show, you guys can go to patreon.com forward slash get with the programming. Starting January, we're getting our shit together. I realize and will fully admit that I have dropped the ball on supporting our patrons. And those of you guys that are still sticking around and rolling with us, thank you so much. All right, Six awesome. bucks a month. Six months a month. You, it's a tip in the tip jar for the show. It does wonders for our ability to do things like our last episode. All right, The last episode we did, by the way, 4,000 views. Thank you guys so much for watching and sharing. Uh, I've gotten a lot of interested feedback uh, on that, which uh, was to be expected for some and others is very positive. Uh, if you saw Dave Cash's Week in Review, he just uh, mentioned, whoever commented on that, by the way, thank you. I don't remember yeah, off the top way to, of my way head. Way to put it up in the front there. Is it Tyler or something? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, thank you for that. And for all the guests that came on that uh, supported the show last Friday, uh, super cool, super cool, Savan, to bow out of a Friday night show, which, I mean, you're on a lot. Yeah. And uh, give us the window. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, I know we did. That was a blast. Well, and, it was a blast. Uh, Dude, it was a blast. Okay, first of all, you did a great job on the idea. was amazing. And the way it was set up, again, like I think everyone, when they first hopped on, was expecting it to be our normal sort of setup without really understanding the design of it it was it was a here's here's six weeks worth of shows in one show to show you how it yeah, could be like yeah to show you how we could run and i think once people got that if they sat back for a second and they saw that then they they were like oh okay now there's information we've talked about and you're mm. right it has been great with like all of our people in our space you know with pedro and with sevon and with hiller and with everyone that's been bringing it up and and talking about it because it's a valid conversation it's mm -hmm. something that needs to have. It's something that needs to happen. Um, it's an easy way to get a lot more engagement. It's an easy way to make things more important. It's an easy way to ramp up the whole season, which I think is great. Yeah, it wasn't like a pie in the sky daydream scenario of change. Let's change everything. It was like change right. nothing. Right. Just nothing. make it count. Let's just talk change about it nothing. Now. <laughs> yeah. Make it count. And some of the Space Wolves. Space Wolves. Wex isn't here, but Corey is picking up the slack. I like it. Some of the the reality of it, and this is one a good one that came up, and I was like, yeah, you're right. That's a, a thing to figure out is how to police the opening quarterfinals appropriately to dedicate the power of the top 100 and how important that is. And it's a totally value, uh, what is it, valid uh, concern. It's like, yeah, you, you're going to have to manage people's performances <laughs> well and I, a little I think tougher with 150,000 men and women separately doing it in the quarterfinals a little bit more but you invited 25 percent, not me um, <laughs> right right <laughs> but i get it the thing we're complaining about is 
we have to work harder. Well, <laughs> and it's a lot. Even with that, though, dude, even with that, I think that and, and I have been saying this for so long. I'm glad that Hillers kind of picked it up again is there is zero reason why you shouldn't be able to put a YouTube link on every single submission video. Like on the leaderboard, Correct. you have your score and the link. You have the little icon for the link. You can click it. It goes to the YouTube. There is every everybody YouTube's everything. So there's no reason that you're going to be running out of bandwidth. And that was that was what the original comment was to me way back when was ah, it's just too much bandwidth. Like no, you're not keeping. Yeah, it on by your yourself. <laughs> you put it on the YouTube server, man. The most mega. Oh, you mean like legitimate is. bandwidth? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like okay. come on, man small team <laughs> small, yeah, I but i think it. that you know you do that and then you allow everyone to see and it puts it all out there and that definitely cuts down uh the work that needs to be done so mm -hmm. I, I i think it again i think it could be done is it going to be perfect no are there going to be pitfalls yeah totally but it's not like there aren't those now yeah so so yeah it was great so thank you guys for doing that um what shout out to it's christmas time element 26 go to element26.co not.com that's a different place. Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Element26.co. The uh, opens around the corner. Ergo, you got to gear up. All right? If you haven't been putting in the work, the next best thing <laughs> is to just gear up. And so <laughs> hand grips, weight belts, knee sleeves, elbow sleeves, rip repair, sweat bands, thumb tape, just gear it up. Okay? Maybe don't gear up too far, but... Uh, you know, use straps. Maybe you can get away with it. Apparently, we just can get away with murder in the open, right? which we kind of can, right? <laughs> I want to try. I need to hit up Phil about this roll-on stuff. Bro, my knees, bro. I don't know if it's because I just turned the tide on 40, 41, but it, it is not. It has been weird. Because uh, like, just, but it's just in the beginning. Right. It's just in the beginning. Um, is that, that normal? You will, is that you just... will always feel whatever was sore or is sore. Like you'll always feel it. Yeah. Always. Um, but three, two, one, go. You'll be okay. All right. Yeah. That's usually what happens. It's like after the first 10 to 15 squats, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. This isn't permanent. But uh, right. if, if you guys are like me and you got janky knees coming in the open, go to element26.co. Use the code GWT15 for 15% off your next PR. Now, keep in mind, we will be talking about Dubai's programming today. It just happened last weekend. It was the, what year is this now? 2023. Wasn't this the first time you went out there? Oh, man. Um, 17? 17? Is it 17? And they had it a couple years before that. They had it two years before that, yeah. yeah. I, remember, I remember hearing about the first year they did it, uh, Kenny Leverich went, uh, Ryan Fisher went, yeah. Valenzuela went. Um, you look at those old rosters. Dude. I mean, it was like, it was an invite back then. It was like a, hey, let's just showcase. And then, um, I mean, it really blew up. It, it man, the, the thing about that event is it's just become such a spectacle. Yeah. And I, I think that that's, that, that is their thing. That is their, you know, we talk about what's your why. Mm. Um, they've always been able to do just some things that you would never as, as a, as a, as an athlete one, or as a broadcaster, when we, when we've gone over there, the things that you are now, you are able to do. Right. You cannot do anywhere else. Yeah. 
I mean, a, you got to run, run up the Burj camel. Khalifa. Dude, Burj Khalifa, you're in the Arabian Desert, you're in, you know, ski slopes, you're in, you know, obstacle, you know, military <laughs> Ski slopes course. in the desert. <laughs> right. I mean, the crazy, the craziest stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's like, I mean, obviously the money is a cool, is a, is a cool draw, but it's just such a, um, man, they, they, they make it such a fun setup. It's yeah. a fun opportunity. It's a, a fun opportunity for the athletes for sure. Mm-hmm. And they, what they wanted to do is they wanted to rival the extravagance and show of what the cross of games were. Yeah. We wanted to create our own. Do you remember when, when uh, Saud was like, why can't we have it here? I'm like, dude, it's yeah. summertime. <laughs> yeah. It's 95 about? degrees. I mean, I get you guys can make it rain and drop the temperature for a couple of days, but right. uh, <laughs> it's a true story. This is, what was that, 21? They have their own weather satellites. Over yeah, there. yeah, they have their own weather system. They're just like, hey, it's going to rain today at 10 o'clock. You're like, what? What kind of text message is this? Well, maybe when they build, what's that called? The line? They, when they finish building the line, the, the largest structure ever, mm. the, the long community. Yeah. It's supposed to be like however many kilometers long. Yeah. They'll have a... CrossFit game site in there or something. Who knows? True. True. Corey, speaking of YouTube, I watched Chase do Amanda at the games on YouTube a few weeks ago. Yeah, he sent it to me. He's like, hey, look at you. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they had YouTube back then, but right. uh, uh, apparently dead. Well, before we get into the programming, we want to get into what I am wearing, what Bill and I helped create, foster, and continue to do, and that is the OG culture. Ken has of Sherpa Works has loaded up the website. And as you can see is we got all the gear that we had at events. We've got a new cult within the culture patch. The socks are on board. I wore mine yesterday and they have black and white and they are fantastic. Amazing. They're so soft. (laughs) I warm around the house the rest of the day. This, and I worked out at five o'clock in the morning and you know, judge me for how you will, because I didn't take them off for the whole day, but (laughs) it must've been cold or something. Yeah, it was great. But like you have show up at the bottom of the socks, you have just at the top, black and white. Uh, they're six bucks off right now. And that's on top of you guys are a patron of the show. If you are programmatron, as we affectionately call you guys, you still get 20% off your exclusive discount that we won't say, we won't say here because otherwise it's not exclusive anymore. (laughs) That's right. But it's all in there. Just show up tie dyes. OG. We've got the headbands. We've got the OG patch. Pukey sweatbands are sold out. We got to get those. We got to get those back in stock. Dude, and this one, all the, time. the unbroken tea is just freaking on fire. $10 yeah. off. So if you guys are looking for something for your favorite CrossFitter, this is where you go. There it is. This is where you go. I was in the elevator today, actually. And uh, this guy goes, so is that a brand now? Is OG a brand? I'm like, I know you have no idea what this is or about, but the answer is yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. So, um. Yeah, if you guys need that, go over there, theogculture.com. Get your gear. Use your discount if you are a patron of the show and, uh, and party. But uh, speaking of party, talking about Dubai, before we get into the programming, you talked about the purpose of Dubai. Spectacle. Spectacle. Extravagance. Offering things that no one else can get. 
unless they come there to compete. And as Allegra said earlier, at the time, outside the CrossFit Games, no one could get cash like that. Whether it was for an event win, first, second, or third, or overall, nobody could touch that for years. People are getting close. Waz is getting close. Obviously, there's Rogue is Rogue. The games are the games. But this is the third best Man, dude, opportunity that they have. $50,000 yeah. if you win. 50 each. Yeah. Between men and women. That's insane. That's insane. And, and sometimes it, it, it's crazy because it depends on the year. There'll be some times where they're like, we, we, want, we want everyone to go faster. If you win this one, $20,000 on top. Right. Hey, You're final like, event. What? Seriously? And okay. I had this conversation with JR because he's like, hey, is Dubai, like, do they just want flash and lights? And I was like, yes. yes 100%. And it's not just the competition. Like, that's the culture. Yeah. Look, look at Dubai. Look at the city. The buildings, the lights, the extravagance, the world record breaking for just because we can and we want to hold the top spot. Like there's a, I mean, we went to the Burj Khalifa where they showed, hey, there's another like Arabic country that is building something tall in the Burj Khalifa that'll be done in a couple of years. We're already building something taller than that. Yeah. So before it's even done, they're already building something <laughs> taller and they already have the tallest one. Like that's the shit they do. Yeah. And you look at all these buildings and they just, they're, they, they continue. It is the craziest skyline, dude. It is something straight out of Star Wars. It is. You know, the best description I have for that is if you guys have ever seen Blade Runner. Oh, dude, totally. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It looks like a futuristic downtown city. And the only thing missing is flying cars because now they have hologram things. That uh, the frame. The frame. Like now, now they project things in it. And they were building that frame like six years ago when we were there. I know. And so it's insane, but at the same time, it's like, it's all for flash, right? It, it, that's just what they, that's, just, that's, that's their thing. Yeah. Right? Now, on the flip side of that is, it is the safest I've ever been in a foreign country. Any foreign country. Because it's just, that's what it is there. Remember when I left my phone at the restaurant? Yeah. I came back, what, 30 minutes later? Yeah. Still sitting on the table. No one is sitting at that table. Hadn't moved. And I was they like, probably looked at your, they probably looked at your phone and they're like, that's a child's toy. <laughs> yeah. I got these new ones that are coming out. They haven't even come they out. They looked yet. at it like a stone and chisel. <laughs> they're like, oh, you, you poor American. So I, I love Dubai. But the reason why we're, we're putting this out there and to start the show is like, what is the point of Dubai? We can't judge the programming without looking at what the purpose of Dubai is. And when you look at the competition, and he talked to Saud and everybody involved with that is like they want to create a show yeah. and give the athletes a money-making opportunity that they can boast about. I went to Dubai and got this, right? Dubai, Dubai wants you to talk about Dubai. Yeah. That's it. And they want to create a competition that people will talk about and remember. And it, there were some well, times I where people it, remembered because the way their bodies felt for maybe two months afterwards. <laughs> they, they were, I think, the first event that made it to where every single athlete that showed up got paid. Yeah. Which is a big deal because it's not cheap to get there. Massive deal, I think, in, which is going to make a lot of athletes come in and go like, okay, you know what? Whatever. Throw whatever you have at me because I'm already getting paid, so I'm good. So, and I, and I, I think that's, 
there is something that that's very freeing and open about doing that because now you don't have the restraints of whatever. It's like, oh, we can, we don't need to copy anybody else because we're doing what we want to do. But at the same time, if you don't have some people that are very aware of what the programming is, mm-hmm. either what the programming is looking like or what it is doing to the athletes, right? Then you know it's like, okay, there there's an element of, okay, monkeys dance, yeah, yeah, yeah go, yeah, go, you know, well, okay. Gladiators, go, go yeah. kill each other. Look go. how hard that was. You're look like, how great. Look at, everybody <laughs> have some wine. Let's drink. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, I mean, look at the hotel. Right there. Element of that. <laughs> you know? um, but you know, it, the what I think is great though is even with that, like it's it, it is kind of double edged sword for sure. Like you, these athletes know what they're stepping into, mm-hmm. and there are a handful that say like, ah, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to. Right. But there are other ones that are like, good, because I will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes for some fun shows for sure. Yeah. And I, I like. Dude, we got Ricky and Roman. Dude. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I mean, we've had some amazing battles over the years. And Dubai, a lot like Wadapalooza, has been a great stage for up and coming athletes. Oh, huge. Right. Yep. Laurel Horvath. Yeah. No idea who she was. And then at Dubai, we're like, who is this girl? Yeah. Uh, Karin Freyova or Karin Frey, yeah. whichever name yeah. she decides to choose at the competition she shows up. <laughs> right. Or Karen, if you prefer to call her by her wrong name. Uh, not a taxidermy deer. 200 years ago, they were sheep herding camels across the desert, hashtag or slash nomadic. Here's a fun thing. So when I was in college, I was majoring in mechanical engineering. And at the time when I was in college, which was 01 to 06, in one of the mechanical structure classes I was talking about, they said at the time in Dubai, Dubai had 80% of the world's cranes. Yeah. Everybody take a moment and think about that. 80% of the world's cranes were in Dubai building up Dubai. And this was like 2002, 2003. I didn't really understand what it meant. <laughs> Spin, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> And um, so if you if you look at, well, maybe I should just pull this up. Shoot, I'm running the back end. But if you look at a picture of, let's see, Dubai. Dude, a span of 10 years. Yeah. Then One of my now. members, uh, he, he grew up in Dubai. He was in Dubai when he was a kid and went back there like 10 years later or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I, it's like I didn't even There are places you want to go. Oop, that's not what I want. Um. See images, yeah. So at the time, like Dubai was, it was a desert. Yep. And I was like, "Oh, when was that?" I'm like, "That was like 20 years ago." Let's see. All right, I can show this here. Like they say, then and now. Like this was. I mean, look at these things. That one's nuts, right? Like. This isn't the 70s when this is Dubai. <laughs> right. Like, this is within the last 20 or 30 years, which is nothing. And, it, like, it went from that on the left to that on the right in 20, 30 years. Yeah. Absolutely insane. And that's what it is. I mean, like, that is, that is the wild thing of Dubai. So, all right. Let's get into what we're here for. 
Event number one, we now they did have a live broadcast. It was Derek Forrest and Brian Friend, who's touring the world. I think he's in Italy now. Hmm. I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> Living the life. Do what you can. Shit, yeah, dude. I, anybody that's young and single and like has these opportunities, like I would have for sure done this. My, dude, my, yeah. I don't have any regrets because the timing of my life where it was. Like when I met my wife, I had not even joined seminar staff yet. So I met my wife in 2009, 2010. I didn't get on staff until 2012. But if I were single, I would have talked to Dave and Nicole and be like, I would like to travel Europe for six months and just book me a seminar every weekend and I will do that. And just travel the world yes, doing seminars. Oh, so I so say, great. I say get after it. Yeah, totally. Um, totally. Okay. Event one, it was an obstacle course. This isn't all the obstacles. This is kind of just what I put on there. But with these graphics, we're going to have what type of gymnastics movements, weightlifting, and monostructural were there, a time domain, time domain, uh, general physical skills tested. This isn't necessarily a checklist that you have to go through as far as balance. It's just showing what is a part of the event, right? What's being tested, and then movement volume, as well as a few other things. So this is my first go at it. Be gentle. <laughs> uh First of all, obstacle course, what was on it? I think there's a video on day one on the Dubai Fitness Championships YouTube page. I don't know if they showed the whole course, but there was another video that previewed it. One of the cooler obstacle courses I've ever seen in CrossFit competition. And it's used for what? Their SWAT team? Yeah, like their uh, SWAT and military. Yeah. Which was awesome. And there was up and under bars. There was a like rock wall shimmy, a cargo net monkey bars that went up and down and then this like rotating monkey bar thing did you see that yeah it was a cylinder but it was just bars and if you grabbed one bar it moved forward and it, it went roll. down and yeah. rolled forward uh, a wall you jumped on uh, under a water portion didn't know that was then i was like why is everybody sweating so much i get it's hot i'm like oh they went in the water yeah. Um, that being said, of all the things that are on there, I love an obstacle course because it pushes athletes into the more athletic realm to adapt on the fly, which is really the whole purpose of CrossFit training methodology to begin with. Yeah. Um, I think anytime you're going to have a competition where the athletes are exposed to something that they are not used to, especially like, I mean, we, we're fitness athletes, so we should be testing that. And I, I think that it, that it's always fun to have, um, you know, we had, we had, was there was eight events total, um, if you made it all the way through. So I think this is a great, it's a great element to put into the test. It is a showcase type of event. I wish they could have seen it. You know, I know. It, it's, it's really hard that like every time they do the showcase event, that's the one that doesn't get broadcast. The running Burj Khalifa. Yeah. Uh, the ski. I mean, they've tried in the past. The no, I know. It's and it's really so and I hard. Get it. I get it. Um, I mean, I was kind of watching what Brian had when they were doing this event here, and I, I was getting Pendleton feelings. Pendleton, like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for when they did the run and they did the the obstacle course. <laughs> yeah. There. So, I but I loved it. I thought this was, it was a fun obstacle course. It wasn't a super basic obstacle course. It was very um, American Ninja style. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was awesome. I wish I could have seen more of it. Yeah, uh, me, me too. And not for a perspective of like, you guys should have done this. It was like, I wish I got to see it. 
I would have liked to see. I've yeah. seen barbells. I know what that looks like. <laughs> I know what that looks like. I so I want to see what the rotating monkey bars exactly. Really like, you know? uh, but as far as event one goes, classic Dubai. Do something. Take people. Take people not only where they could never go normally, but where most people are not allowed to go. Period. Right. Like how many people get to show up and walk into the SWAT training facility. <laughs> Right. And run their obstacle course. How many people get to go just onto the Sheikh's desert and run in it? Yeah. How many people get to run up the stairs to the Burj Khalifa just on their own? Nobody gets to do that. But Dubai athletes get to do that. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, Javier. Surface level. I, I don't know what you're talking about. This so this fast wasn't and a surface basic, level. Yeah. He, know, he, he always, like, there are some times he'll make some good comments, and other ones it's just, I think his comments are very surface level. Like this was not a surface level. No, 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 no. I know what he's talking about. What's he talking about? This is what he's talking about. He's he's being facetious. Oh, okay, good man. Yeah, good man. Yeah. <laughs> Javier, you almost got you almost got him. You you almost turned Bill into me for a second. <laughs> Dude, I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, that's great. Um, okay, so that is event one, the obstacle course. Absolutely love it. I'm the fan of throwing things at athletes that they have to. Uh, well, then type in James, Javier. You can do that. It's called Sorry, a reply. Bro. It's a Sorry, reply. Um, <laughs> but uh, then we come to this. We went from here to out of camera here because the worry, the, the talk, you know, all the locker room talk came out to, hey, here comes the clean and jerk snatch Olympic total repeat that we just had at the games that we didn't like because of just two lifts and we've seen max this and max that and like border like this i was one of those in every single also, event dude just say it this is in every yeah. single event it's yes. either one of the lifts or both of the lifts or whatever but it's in every single mm -hmm. event right played out right done we got it you want to okay real fast before we get in one of the Best comments I heard about all of the talk, because we had all, and even in our group, there was a ton of talk mm -hmm. about whether this event has been played out enough, was when uh, Bronislav actually talked about it. Yes. He's one of the strongest guys out there, has the best mobility out of all the lifters out there. Yeah, I mean, I think his, his shoulder mobility is insane, even better than like Guy. Right. And here's a, here's a strength athlete that is sane. Yeah, this is a, we shouldn't be doing this lift. Right. Like we do, we're fitness athletes. We should not be trying to be Olympic lifting athletes. Have it in there, but do it another way. We always do it. So I thought that was amazing that he put that out there. Right. It's like, all right, if you don't want to hear about from us, us pundits, us not know it alls, all right, how about listen to the guy that's going to win this event no matter what? And he says it's stupid. <laughs> right. Right. Now, here's the thing. I was still at a wait and see moment is like, maybe they'll do something, improve upon the games. We said we wanted three lifts. Maybe they'll do that. Hey, let's give them three lifts and they can lift a lot. They did quite the opposite. Right. And the, you got to pick one weight. You got 60 seconds in three tries to hit that one weight, and then it was over. And then clean and jerk came on. And of the 
problem I had with this format going in, not knowing how they were going to handle it, and this came out, this is the worst lifting format and event I have ever seen. (laughs) Well, it definitely doesn't allow, if you're, the whole purpose of having a, a one rep max lifting event in there is to let the athletes lift big. Otherwise, why have it in there? And if you're going to have them lift big, then give them the opportunities to lift big. Not pick one weight, you have a couple attempts, and we'll give you some points based on whether you got it on your first, second, or third attempt. I mean, I I thought that was an interesting way to do the tie break. Like, okay, cool. But yeah. Again, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, you know, I'll give I'll I'll give them a little little plus there, little 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 plus. Okay. But you're right. It's like, what's the purpose of this event? What are you? Do you want them to lift big? Then give them the opportunity to lift a big. Like, if you're gonna play the game, then just make it like an Olympic lifting competition. Like, just run it up that way. Mm. But this way, I I didn't I I didn't. So the pros that people gave for a weightlifting event is that it allows athletes to lift big, go for big PRs in front of a big crowd. It's fun for the crowd to be able to watch this and cheer these on and watch these guys and girls gladiate out there with a barbell. And then you bring this and it totally takes out only any positive that would come from a one rep max. Nobody got to see it. Nobody got to be there. Nobody got to lift heavy. It was, I was blown away by this format. Yeah. So, and the title, like Dubai Elite Lifters Clash. All, and then also there's like three names per every event, and I just had to like figure out which one they wanted to go with. Whether it's on Instagram or Competition Corner or... Yeah. And, and, it's like nobody and got to clash. They were just head to head. It's like, I'm going 180 kilos. Like, all right, I'm going to go 182. All right, right. go. <laughs> you have one minute. So yeah, um, it's and, just unfortunate that it, this is what it ended up being. Well, and then like to Rambler's comments up here, you know, raw strength and testing culture. Like you can say that. That is, I guarantee you that that's not what they were thinking, that that's when they programmed together, that that's what they were trying to come up with. And the, if that's what they were trying to test. No, 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 no. This is, such n- a, no, it's not Rambler. They got to sit in the warm-up area all they wanted and warm up and then go to a judge and be like, this is what I want to hit. Yeah. So wrong. It's not a a cold strength test. And and, 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 and in any way, that's not an event-tested metric. Let's see how cold we can make you and then lift out. Like, that's that's, that's outside of, of competition. Because yeah. the competition and the whole reason for lifting big is everybody wants to see big. Like that's what everyone keeps saying. Yeah, they big lifts, big weights. You want that? You want to see people swinging for the fences and, you know, Chandler Smith pulling nine hundred and eighty-five thousand pounds off the ground for deadlift. Like, people want to see the big number. Yeah. Then let them get the big number and then showcase the big number. Let people right. see it. Right. So it was a fail. It was a fail. Yeah. Uh, top list. They combined their snatch lift with their clean and jerk lift for the women. Karn. Frey had 200 total, uh, just by one kilo over Mia Hatsketh, right? Like, it, they were close. They were close. A tie between Bronislav and Griffin Raleigh. 
300, 300, 290. Like now that's a combo of them. They don't have listed. Which is which, yeah. Which is which. So anyway, as much as I enjoyed event one, I thoroughly did not enjoy event two. And it was everything that I said it was going to be and ended up being right. All right. Event three. Altitude and attitude test. 10 rounds for time, one legless rope climb. It's not a short rope, but 10 thrusters at 40 and 30K, which is about 90 and 66 pounds, 88 and 66 pounds. And then 35 heavy double unders, 12 minute cap, 10 rounds of this. You had legless rope climbs as your gymnastics, which is heavy upper body pulling. Thrusters is a squat and press combo movement. Heavy double unders is shoulder fatigue. But heavy double unders is also grip fatigue, biceps fatigue, and heart rate raising. So there was no real break of any part here. It was originally planned as wall ball shots. I'm not sure why that went away. I like the wall ball a little bit better just because it, a little lighter cycling time. It was 15 per. That would have been a total Karen of 150 wall ball shots. They switched it to lighter thrusters. Still not super light. I mean, no. 90 and 65 is regular thruster, <laughs> almost right. regular thruster weights. But um, time cap was very short for the volume at which they had. They had a 10 total legless rope climbs, 120 total thrusters, again, at 88 and 66. 350 heavy double unders, high volume. Uh, we said over here is testing endurance, stamina, strength. It, the strength is more of a gymnastic strength, not a barbell strength. That upper body <clears throat> pull, coordination and accuracy being a part of the, the double unders themselves. But I liked this event. I would have preferred them stick with the wall ball targets. And I don't know if that was a product of they didn't have the targets yeah. or didn't bring the targets. If you're going to switch it to thrusters, 15 wall ball shots at 20 and 14 is drastically different than 10 thrusters at 88 and 66. Dude. That's uh, like, that's a lot. So different. Maybe seven. (laughs) Or go 75 and 55 or 65 and 45. 100%. Dude, they could have gone way lighter. Or do 15 with an empty barbell. 45 and 35. Totally. Yeah. 40, I mean... Because look at look at how look how everyone finished. You had a twelve minute cap, and the women basically eight and a half, eight and some rounds, right? Like not not even, and they were I mean, and they were smashed in between, smashed. Like there was a lot of walking, a lot of, and if there was some running, it was very it was very very light. And even on the men, like there were just a handful that finished, and everyone else was like in that ninth round. It's like, did you guys? Everyone got you guys capped. kept you guys kept the same time cap when you switched the movement. And then you didn't re- go back and retest it to see what it was. Right. Because I think, like, if you would have had this event and cut the – go to five rounds, then it would have been a fun race. Ooh. Because then people would be moving. Yeah. Then the transition would be big. Um, you would actually be attacking every single every single piece and the transition and be moving the whole time. I think that would be a, that would have been a much better event. Yeah. I mean, what, three people finished. In, yeah. Between the men and the women. I don't think there were any women that finished. Uh, Why well, no? Because there's three men on the screen that finished. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 11.09, Lazar Jukic, Roman Krennikov, 11.33, Luka Jukic at 11.58. Everybody got capped. Yeah. So. Crazy. A, a tale of two 
thought processes here is one, I, I enjoy this, but you got to think about all the things. They announced wall ball shots for 15. Fine. If you got to change it, fine. No one's going to, whatever. Like, right. shit happens. There, there was another change later. Okay. Look at what Rogue had to do. But this was not an equivalent change. 10 yeah. thrusters versus 15 wall ball shots and a weight, right? We went from 20 pounds to 88. Yeah. And drop five <laughs> reps. Only cut down five reps. <laughs> like, do, yeah. do the math on the, on the range of motion. I mean, you can, you can power output that and figure mm. out what the math is on that easy. Right. And so th- that's one thing. High volume output. Okay. We needed that. We had the obstacle course. We had a weightlifting single rep. And now we have a high volume, a high volume test, which I like without doing just monostructural cows. We said that. What episode did we talk about that with? Was that when we were doing the uh, Crash Crucible? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know that uh, JR came up in that discussion a bunch about how, how, to, how to implement that. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, the event, the event oh. itself is actually really cool. I mean, it's very similar to, to some of the, uh, well, the games event that we did with the rope climbs and thrusters. Yep. Very similar to the Ro- uh, rope double climb, under the and thrusters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, so it's, it's all in there, which is great. But again, it was like, okay, there was a, you know, you had to make a swivel for whatever reason mm-hmm. to take out the wall balls. And it's like, then all of a sudden it changed it. Right. Because now they're not, if it was wall balls, the race would have been way different. Yes. And I think and it would have been more of a race than just a, a thruster. A, a slog. And that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. The slog is coming. They have a slog event coming, which yeah, have a slog event. Totally. Right. Just have an event where it's just run a mile through mud knee deep. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's kind of what it's like. And you should have one of those. Yeah. It's not necessarily, well, we'll, we'll get but don't, there. But don't take a race. Don't take a high volume race and turn it into a slug. Right. Just because, you know. Right. The high volume is the race, so you got to make sure that the, the weights you use allow for the race to unfold. Right. The skills you use and the volume at which you use those, if it's more difficult, less of them. If it's higher weight, less of them. Vice versa. If it's lower skill, maybe boost it up. Lighter weight, boost it up, which is what we saw. But um, that being said, I do like this event. Like, I like it. This is something that I would enjoy somewhat doing. I'd rather have the wall balls. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> All right, let's move to event number four. This was the EMOM. When this one came out, there was a lot of talk of the format. This is really just a two, two, three, or a three, three, four max reps in the time remaining, take a minute break interval test. But instead of saying you have three minutes, to do 25 toes to bar, 16 or 12 cows in the echo bike, and then max front squats in the time remaining with a minute rest, trying to get to 60 reps. They emommed it and tried to accomplish the same thing. Here's a piece of the puzzle. This was on the same day, by the way. Right. For everybody watching at home. This was on the same day. So we just came off 120 right. thrusters. Sorry, 100 thrusters, or 120, 100. 100, 100. 100 thrusters at 88 and 66 pounds, and the next event, you have to get 60 front squats at 95 and 65, which is like 205 and 145. 60 front squats after toes to bar, which <laughs> potentially is 100 reps, 
Cal's on the bike, which in total, if you do four rounds, is you know sixteen and twelve per in the minute, and then you coming off of what you just did into this was a rough back to back, and the thumbnail in our YouTube was order of events matter just as much as the programming itself. And why, why is that? Well, do you want them to race in that event or do you want their, to, do you want everyone to have a handicap coming from the last event to where all of a sudden now this event's going to be muted because of that? You just had them do a hundred thrusters. Their legs are blown. They're trying to race that. Mm-hmm. And now that you have to do almost, you're doing half the number of thrusters double the weight of thrusters. So you're having them do that exact same thing all over again. Right. Like, come on, what are yeah. we, what are, what are we trying to race? Obviously in this event, the front squats, it's, that's the race. The other parts aren't the race. I mean, yeah, there were some athletes that didn't get through, uh, the EMOM with the, the, the volume of like the toes to bar or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're forced to race the front squats. Well, they had to race the thrusters in the event just before that. Right. So again, it was like, I don't know how those two went back to back. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where they were thinking that or if something got moved because maybe they thought the, I don't know, maybe they thought the wall balls were going to be there in time on that day and then it wasn't and they couldn't switch into, I don't know. But okay. like that's a, that is a nasty, that's a nasty back to back. Yeah. Now take it out of content context. As Alyssa saying, it's like the Imam format was really interesting. Yes, it, I guess it played out a bit better than I was worried that it wouldn't. My biggest concerns was like, hey, what happens when nobody gets 25? Are they done? Or the bike? Or like, what, what are the implications of something like that? So the programming the right volume for the right minute at the right time is, is right. hugely important. Yeah. I think after watching that, they did that. It pushed people right to the edge, gave them a little break, and, and got them forward. So it actually turned out better if I just isolate this by itself than I thought it was going to. And this type of format where it's like, hey, get it in as you can, right? Try to get in three rounds so you don't have to do more on the back end. I, I do like those type of formats. And this one shaked out better than I was worried it would turn out to. And it's always, it's always an important part when I look at things announced is okay let's just wait and see how it goes before i ignorantly assess well, the yeah, programming you, you try to when you read it for the first time is like okay what are all the things i know what they're trying to do i get it i see right. the race i see it's written it's easy what will what things could possibly happen and if that happens then what happens like what like just like you said like what if for some reason like someone can't do the 25 toes to bar in the first, they slip, they have, a, I, don't, I don't know, something, whatever the reason right. is. Like they're done, done. That's it. They're last. They don't have it. Like they don't have a chance to try to make up from slipping because the bar was slippery or the, mm-hmm. their, their, I mean, that's, that is the issue. And you're right. It did work out. Like it was actually, I actually like the event. Yeah. I like the event. Yeah. Um, uh, the 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 downside on this and there are a couple events in here a couple events over the over the whole competition that i see it more as a training workout mm-hmm. rather than a competitive event and i think this is one of those ones i like i love how it's set up i like it yeah but a competition event it's like uh if something goes wrong 
then you just fucked your whole race. Right. And I think that that's, um, that's where you got to be careful. If it, I think it would have been better just to go three minutes, three times, three minute, one guess. minute break. Yeah. I think yes. that would have been a, I think it would have been a better call. You would have had all the stuff in there. Then it, the other pieces would have mattered a little bit more. Like even, you know, during the, the, the broadcast that, you know, Brian was saying, he's like, you know, the first, for the majority of the athletes, the first two movements really don't matter. You don't want to crush that. Right. You're not trying to push it. Oh, you some guys did on the bike. It. I'm like, bro, what, what are you, are you yeah, doing? What are you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, but I think it would have been, I think you would have had um, just as much excitement, mm -hmm. just as much show, just as much everything. If you would have just made it three minute rounds. Yeah. The minute rest in between. This is interesting, actually, from Zach. Every missed rep is subtracted from your squat score. So say, you were like, hey, what do you do if you don't get 25? It's like, all right, well, if you get 20, those five reps you didn't do, they take it away from your squats. I like that, actually. Yeah. That's a, that's a hefty penalty. Yeah, it is. But it keeps people in the game, too. It's like, hey, listen, you, can, you can't skip this round, right? Like, oh, well, if you skip around, you get no squats. There's a, there, there is somewhat of a benefit there if you're not trying to win. You're like, well, I can smash, just blow myself out of the water for the first two rounds, take the third round off, and then win the fourth one. The, the Pat Barber style? Yeah, right? But if, if you're like, <laughs> well, if you skip around, you're going to lose 31 squats. Right, right. I'm down with that. Or more than that, shoot, 41. Yeah. I like it, Zach. I like it. Um, okay. Uh, high volume hold a hundred total. Now uh, someone else like at home is like, not everybody did a hundred thrusters. Only three did. I'm like, correct. But true. It doesn't matter because they programmed it to be a hundred. And then they thought, Hey, let's throw another 60 out of behind it. It's the intent of the programming versus what happened. If we just yeah, judge on what it, you yeah. don't know what's going to happen. Right. You program unless like everybody's going to do it. Unless you put 10 rounds and you're only planning on them getting through six or five. Yeah. Like, we'll make it, but, like, I'm going to set up the time frame. So they weren't thinking that way. Matt Burns, do comp directors or programmers ever reach out for advice or review? Yes. <laughs> after. 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 <laughs> after we say something. Hey, know. what do you think? I'm like, man, this question would have gone over way better before. <laughs> way better before. Uh, they ask other people, but, you know, sometimes they ask us before. Okay. So we agree that the squat to squat, back to back, bad, bad oh. format, Poor good athletes format. Okay. With it. It turned out. Okay. Turned out. Okay. Um, your pre preference would have been three minute AMRAP, one minute yeah. rest. I'm also in yeah. that camp. However, it didn't take away from anything in the EMOM format. They did. If it, if it, yeah, if people Not were missing on the minute, then I'm like, dude, this is a total yeah, disaster. It, it worked. I just, I it still worked. feel that the, the design, yeah, it lends itself more to training rather than a competition. That's, That's true. Something. And the other format, like you said, if it was just a three minute AMRAP getting his max box, or sorry, people were writing box. Yeah. Front squats as you can, there's also an element of strategy. Right. right. Now, some of the strategy that people had is like, I'm going to break up my toes to bar and just milk the minute, which is good. Yeah, totally. So, I get it. So, all right. Uh, this, again, this was still day two. And then it day number final event of day three, or sorry, day two. Event number five called elimination. And this was a bracket style elimination event. 
and it every round was 15 cals on the bike erg, 10 burpee box jump overs at 24 and 20 inches, and then a 30 meter sandbag carry. And it looked, I think it was a Hustafel bag. Yeah. At yeah. 20 or 200 and 150 pounds. They went from 30 athletes to 20 to 10 to five. So four total rounds of competition. This was a sprint, right? Dead sprint, majorly about the bike because there wasn't a whole lot of separation on the burpees. People were, I mean, you could separate, you could actually separate everywhere, but it was like blast the bike, smash the burpee box, and then just try to like not collapse across the finish line. (laughs) And the 1510 and my only... OCD thing is like if you just made it nine burpee box ship overs because you would end up on the other side and you can just grab the bag and go. People had to oh, jump yeah, over yeah. the box and walk around the box. I was like, that's unnecessary. Yeah. All right, let's keep them rolling. Um, <clears throat> that said, if I take this out of the picture of the whole lineup of events we have, I liked this as a just send it Go on. I think Saud said he's like, I tried to create something that was a lot like acid bath. He wanted something short, nasty. Like you had, you had no choice but to send it from the start. And if you didn't, you will not advance. Like you have to push the bike faster than you want to. You have to do burpees faster than you probably ever have over box. And then when you don't want to the most is pick up that Husafel back and then try to run with it. Right. 30 meters wasn't short. People were getting past that was a cool part too, is that it was long enough that it wasn't a sure thing. It wasn't who got to the bag first one. We saw people drop the bag, stumble, fall. We got to see all of that. I liked this combo of stuff for an elimination style. Why? Because the judging was very minimal for one. Yeah. Right? Totally. Very minimal. Get your chest to the ground. That's all I'm really looking for. Don't touch the box with your hands. So when you look at other elimination events and say Rogue is the most recent example, they crushed it. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, well you you let them let the race be the race. Let them race. Not, yeah. Let, not let the race be the judging or no reps or whatever. Um I taken by itself, the event is is awesome. I love dude, I love I did not think that these athletes would have the the issues with getting that bag up the way that they did. Right. Like, it was a ama- it was amazing scene some people getting to the bag first and then crossing the line sixth, mm-hmm. you know, in their heat. It was, mm-hmm. it was insane. Um, but how it set in and where it set in and what we just did. Right. You're going to make them do the bike now. So refresher for those of you guys watching on YouTube, <laughs> we just did Cal bike in an EMOM of which you had to push the pace to make the minute. We just went biking. We, well, let's just say, we, let's back up even more. We just did 100 thrusters. We did max front squats at 205 and 145 and echo bike sprinting. And now we're going to another bike sprint. So we went squat to squat to bike to bike. And as far as the sequencing of events go, this is a very poor order of programming. Yeah, I get it. It's the last event of the night. We want to make it fun. Great. That's fine. Then switch things up. But we just went back to back of just interference, interference. And it was 
structured in a way of like, you don't do that. You just don't do that. Why don't we do a ski erg? Right. That's what, what I was You had him the there. I'm, I was watching it the whole time. I'm thinking that the whole time. I'm like, why? Why don't they just make him ski? Because then you right, go, like, you go a pole flexion, upper body. Skiing is an upper, like it blows your triceps and lats up. Totally. And it's a core demanding thing, right? Anterior flexion, squeezing, crunching. And then you go to a burpee, which now I have to be explosive off the ground with my triceps and chest that I just smoked on a ski erg into more explosive flexion with jumping. And now I've got to pick up a Husavel bag with my interior core absolutely smoked, my arms totally gone, and it's just hoping, hoping that my posterior chain does not explode on my way across the finish line. And having to hold on to the handle if you're doing the ski and then having to hold that bag. That right. Ripping. I just, that would have, I mean, I, that, that was the first, like, three, two, one, go, ping, why don't they have a ski? <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, that's what I was thinking. Right. Uh, so, uh, I mean, again, cool event, bad placement, yeah. bad choice of movements with the placement. Right. Right. I just want to be like, I, 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 something I think that, that programmers need to understand is, okay, just because you aren't an elite athlete, you have to understand what you're putting. You have to know what the stimulus is that you're presenting. You can't just go, yeah, this is going to be great because it's hard. You have to understand what it is that you're putting out there right. to make it be what it is. And I guarantee you, anyone that does at whatever level that they are, these four events back to back to back mm -hmm. will have to be wheeled off the floor. <clears throat> yeah. Like legs would be shot. I mean, we've already you've you've effed the legs from event three to four. <laughs> And now going to five. And if you would, and this is where we saw it. If you had just switched it to a skier, you were not going below parallel. You were not using the legs except for jumping. And you are creating an interference piece of equipment that actually plays into the next two movements that you have. Yeah. It would have been beautiful. Now, on the flip side, and I see Spin, a couple of people talk about this, about not liking elimination events or round tail. Like the biggest draw away from these things is the time it takes to get from round to round. Yeah. That being said is that it's also a part of, it's almost necessary because going round to round, you're having multiple heats of rounds. It's different if it was all 30 going at once and then all 20 and all 10 and all five at the same time. The problem is when you run heats, you might have four people from heat one move into the next to the round of 10 and right two away. people from heat four. Round one has had 10 minutes of rest and you get one. You can't do that. So in my opinion, not that anybody's asking, but it's my fucking show. So <laughs> if you're going to do an elimination bracket, you have to have everybody start at the same time every round. That is the only way you can get this done in a timely manner where athletes get the appropriate amount of rest and they just move on to the next one. It's, I think everybody will fully accept a five-minute break. Also, you can offset men and women, right? 40 men go, three-minute break. 40 women go, three-minute break. In those six minutes, you should have been able to find your top 30 men. Then the top 30 men roll out. 30 men go, 30-minute break, 30 women go, so on and so forth. 
And the only way to streamline this is to offset men and women when they go and then they rest and have everyone go at the same time. And it is the most fair, even playing field you can do. And I think it'll be the most exciting format in a format that can be exciting than ever. Because then we know who's like, did they beat the time before? Or what is it like? That's so hard to follow. So that's my opinion. I agree. I agree. Um, And the other is it shouldn't have been a bike. It should have been a skier. Uh, Plain is I, I, I just think that, again, when you're putting these events in there, you have to put yourself in the athlete's shoes. Are you the one that just finished and have to race the people that have been resting? It's going to be a big deal. And you can't just overlook that and be like, well, you know, you're supposed to be in shape. If you were in their shoes, you wouldn't want that. Right. So think about how think about the stimulus that you're trying to put on the athlete and think about how do you make it the fairest race? Yeah, because every athlete. Like you can make the ugliest workout, like cool, make it so it's some big grindy whatever. Um, but yeah, no bias. And no bias. I agree, <laughs> um, but you have to make it to where it's like, okay, if as long as the race is fair, mm-hmm. cool, then you're not gonna have any complaints. Right. The second it's not, then you're gonna have to you're gonna have to field all of that crap the rest of the competition. Yeah. So I didn't mind the format. For what it is, uh, aside from us, you know, <sighs> yeah, Brian, you're totally right. This is exactly what we're talking about. Ricky, because Ricky coming into this, they didn't re, I don't think they reseeded during no. the day, at least not on the second day. Ricky was in like 17th after day one. I know. <laughs> so he was, yeah, he said Ricky had a huge advantage because he was in the first heat and got more rest than the others in there. Yeah, you're right. Totally. And that's exactly what we're talking about. If we, if you, if you want to perfect the format, we just told you how to do it. Everyone has to go at the same time and just whittle them down from there. And if you don't like that, then don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> or just be fine with us not enjoying it. <laughs> uh, all right. Event six. This was the beginning of day three. This is a three-day competition. They were cutting to 20 athletes after this event, which they didn't tell anybody until when they got there. So, uh, this thing had like six different names. I chose the one, the DFC Original Challenge. Uh, they had called it something else, but as it was written, originally they had 800-meter run in this chipper, but I think something happened to the runners, so they switched to skiers of they had available for it. Now, I'll go through it. 50 cal ski, 40 A jumps. A jumps is a ballistic block where you squat below and your butt touches the block, then you jump up on top of the block with your feet together, stand up all the way. 30 single arm devil press at one dumbbell, so a 70 and a 50 pound dumbbell. Switch hands as you do that. 20 deck squats with a 53 and 35 pound kettlebell. It's where you're standing tall with the kettlebell at your chest. You basically sit down, roll back, touch the kettlebell to the ground. Roll it forward, stand up, and touch the kettlebell to your chest. 10 bar muscle-ups, then you worked your way back. So 50, 40, 30, 20, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Here's how we, I, we're not throwing out changes and solutions willy-nilly. I know, I realize, I'm sorry for saying willy-nilly. <laughs> I apologize for that. That biker you used the day before, you put it here. Yes. <laughs> God. You put it right here. Why? Because 50 cals on the bike erg is a lot less demanding 
and time consuming than 50 cows on the ski erg. And it would flow nicely to take over the run you just did because the run is a lower body only movement, 800 meter run on a runner. That is devastating to the hamstrings and calves if you've ever been on an air runner. You put the bike here, you put the skier, get the elimination, and now there's less bitching from Chase Ingram. <laughs> not that that's how you should program so you don't want to hear about me on a podcast, but you know. Well, it's not like they're not going to see other leg stuff anyway, but like, yeah, I, you're right. I don't, I don't, the skis were there. It's right there. Why? I don't know why. I, I think, you know what I think it is? I think that people don't see ski, like the the bike. Oh, there you go, Alyssa. The bike, either of the bikes. Alyssa, how is the bike? It as a, they, I think they see it as a sprint. But when they when they think rowing and they think skier, I don't think they see it as a, as a sprint. Right. That's what I think just gener- just in the head. I think that's how it just kind of rolls. That's why. Yeah. Um, but, man, yeah. Jeez, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, let me correct uh, one word, Corey. I'm not bitching. Bitching is complaining with no solutions being offered. Or I'm, explanation of. I am. Like, these I aren't am just like, that's dumb. Critiquing that's bitching. constructively. Bitching would be like, I don't like this. That's stupid because it's dumb. That's stupid because, yeah, that's stupid because it's dumb. <laughs> Skierg is boring. <laughs> And I'm coming around on the skier, by the way. Uh, okay, so you look at the overall total volume. Skier, you have 100 total cows. A jump, 80. Devil press, 60. For the record, A jumps are squats. Devil presses are squats. So now we have 140 more squats to the programming. You have 10 bar muscle-ups. Elite level athletes doing... So when you, when you ride it over here, so if you guys see this, when you ride it over here, it looks really cool. Oh, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. But then you look at it over here, and it's 180, 60, 40, 10. <laughs> and what should it be for those of you guys listening and learning at home? This number should be 20. But if this number, if this number is not going to be 20, then these 10 need to have a difficulty level to rival these 20 and these 30. This is the thing you guys need to learn about programming chippers. The 50 of this must be pretty close to 40 of this, which should be pretty close to 30 of this and 20 of this, not a yawn fest in the middle and I'm right back to the kettlebell. This is how you program chippers, especially if you're dropping numbers. That's why it's so difficult to do. These things as a chipper should all be relatively equal as far as intensity, time, and difficulty. And that's the beauty of the chipper is how do I match a 30 movement to a 10 movement? How do I match those the same? Not this looks cool on paper until I look at the total volume and it's not cool anymore. It's the idea of when we looked at the 2008 CrossFit Games and we had 30 double unders, 30 double unders. Right, right, right. Things, you know, <laughs> 2009, 2009, the 2009, 2009. Yeah, that's right. Um, so we have that, and and you guys are all. You, I'm sure you guys are all going to be doing your 12 days of Christmas events that are coming up. Oh yeah. No one should be having the first movement as like one air squat. One burpee. Yeah. <laughs> no, it should be something that's hard for one. Right. You know, like that's the point to where every single one of those elements are. Uh, and they don't, I mean, it doesn't have to be completely exact, but the idea is that like everyone, every one of those steps should make sense. And you have all this volume and then 10 bar muscle ups for these, this level of athlete. 
Yeah. I mean, shit, it should have been 20. 20. And you have to do them unbroken. You know what I mean? Like, or, or make 10 unbroken. Something. something. Well, they could all do 10 unbroken. Fuck, I can do 10 unbroken. Barbell spin. We don't need that slander in here. I am a Patreon member of Talking Elite Fitness because I support people in the space. No need to shame people for that. There's nothing wrong with supporting others. I do it. So Merry Christmas, Brian. Yeah. Back off. <laughs> this is not the Savon podcast. It's reserved for that show, of which I watch religiously. So there you go. Um, and I'm also a Patreon member of Brian Friend and the Buttery Bros and Morning Chaka. Why? Because give and receive. That's how I feel. Moving on. Um, now, I get if you come over here and you're like, oh, this looks really nice, and I, I have that same sentiment, right? So 50, 30, 20, 20, 20. You're like, ah, oh, I don't know if I like that. But, again, volume. Volume matters. The volume of 20 deck squats to 30 single arm devil press was good. Yeah. Those were on par. 48 jumps took time. They just were exhausting. It's, it's funny how, I mean, it's like a burpee. It's just that monotonous, it's, this isn't hard, I just got to keep going. So, you want to know it would be have the exact same thing. It, it would be a little bit much, but what? flip the numbers 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. Like 10 cal ski? Yeah. Jesus, dude. I, I would rather see that and have it go the other <laughs> way. Yeah. Oh. I mean, they would be able to do sets of 20, no problem. Right. Like the set of 10, it's like you don't even have that in there. You don't need it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm nitpicking. I'm nitpicking. I'm not. No, you're not. Because that was one of the first things I had on there. It was like, okay, look at – because wh what have you seen gymnastics skill-wise so far? Okay. Uh, nothing. Right. <laughs> right. Well, the 10 Lego rope climbs. Okay. And Whatever. some would argue the obstacle course. I won't, I won't say that. I mean, you could probably, I could say you could throw it, was it skilled. in there, but like, no, I get it. But like, I, if you're looking at classic gymnastic All right. volume that we've had. Ready? I'm just mixing things around and putting in odd places. But do you feel like if this was just 10 rope climbs, that actually would have been a better 10? Yeah. Just regular rope climbs. Sure. Not legless. Just what? hundred percent. Because, because this is the grindy run in the mud workout, right? Right. This is the slug fest, 10 rope climbs. There's really no point of failure for these athletes with that. It's just grind through it. Think about the quarterfinal event, the deadlifts and the rope climbs where it all came down to the nine rope climbs. And that was the race. Mm -hmm. You had a great race at nine rope climbs. You would have a great race here with these athletes at 10 rope climbs. Yeah. And then in the... Uh, you already repeated other movements, so you might as well have the 10 rope <laughs> too. And then I would have put, uh, just put bar muscle-ups, like three bar muscle-ups. On the other one? Yeah. On the other one. 10 rounds of three, 10, and 30. Oh, shit. Three, dude. Fucking nailed it. What? <laughs> 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 just... <laughs> All right. Done. Problem solved. You're welcome. So 50 cal bike erg, 10 regular rope climbs, 
throw the bar muscle-ups on the third event, and it's 10 rounds of three bar muscle-ups, 10 thrusters, and 30 heavy double-unders. Take the five off. Yes, totally, dude. What's the five in there for anyways? <laughs> okay. And we march on uh, A-jumps. It's a squat jump, bar muscle-ups. It's pulling and pressing. Uh, I put the pulling first of the pressing, just so you guys understand my, where my brain's going, is that the pulling portion of the bar muscle-up is more difficult than the pressing. That's why it comes first. Devil presses is a hinge, pull, and press. It requires a lockout through the top. The deck squats is flexion as you go down in the bottom position, jumping, and then, oh, sorry, that was meant to be devil press, not deck squats. My, oh, no, no, I was right. Sorry. You're right. You're I was right. getting ahead of myself the deck squat flexing holding onto that weight hinging bending over squatting and then that pull through to the top it's it's if you guys never done one it's it's a hard movement it's a weird movement yeah i do those um i call them weighted reverse burpees i, I do that uh, for like a home like a home i mean that's what a, a reverse like. burpee is so you, yeah. yeah you nailed it yeah uh ski erg flexion tricep fatigue 18 to 20 minutes, so this is our long event of the weekend. Uh, I would say as far as Dubai goes, uh, traditionally, this is the shortest, longest, shortest of, their long, shortest one, of yeah. the long ones they've ever had. Yeah, by far. Yes, Allegra, I am. I don't know if you're talking to me. I don't know if you guys, who are you talking to? Uh, high volume, 100 reps on the ski erg, 80 on the A jumps, 60 on the single arm devil press, 40 on the deck squats, 10 bar muscle ups, total volume high. Uh, as we said, we're testing endurance, stamina, and Jillian Coronation more involved with the A jumps and the bar muscle ups. So we have now cut to 20 and we have the event that shall not be named. It did not get a name. So it's just event seven. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll start with pulling this out on paper, just looking at 21, 15, nine power cleans and 90, meter farmer carries with 200 pound or 150 pound jerry can bags and i really like this one a lot i just power clean it go for it the problem was nobody got to do it because <laughs> the time cap was too short time cap was too short and then they didn't make it to where the farmer's walk counted like every there were so many ties because they didn't break up that distance on the farmer's walk. So when you have four people tying for first place or four people tying for fifth place, like that messes up that event. Yeah. This to me, the way it's set up, now granted the time cap is a time cap. Time cap is wrong. Um, but I saw this as the way it was set up and the way that the scoring was done, as I see this one also as a workout training event rather than a competition event because of the fact you have so many people that are getting all within the same 30 meters of distance mm -hmm. and they all now have the same score even though someone is 29 meters ahead of me i am tied with you you can't do that in competition you can't have every male got capped yeah and i think I'll every everyone too. got capped everyone got capped. everyone like you can't got capped and they were four there was a tie for Look, four a four-way tie for first five-way tie Five-way time. Karin five Frey, Andreas Solberg, Manon Anganiz, Emily Rolf, and Devin Kim all got 100 points, and none of them were next to each other. Right. None of them. That's what I mean. And then like a four-way tie for sixth, and then the lone person in 10th. 
Only one person got the correct score, and that was Claudia. Because she got <laughs> 10. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not correct because this is 20 people. One, two, three, four, five, six people tied for 10th, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. You cannot do that if you're having cuts. You cannot do no. that, period. There should have been five foot markers on the field, and you got one rep for every marker that you walked past. Exactly. It was 30 meters down. That. You know what's crazy? No, it's 15 meters those, down. They were there. I looked at the line. The, the mark was there. Oh, it I was. don't know why. Yeah. I mean, it was just a little hashtag on the lane line. But you could, I saw that they were there. I'm like, why didn't they, they have to have that. Why are all these first, you have to have that. And they're like, it was there, but that's yeah. not how they scored. They didn't use those. I don't know what it was used for. They didn't use them. Dewan, because of that, oh, it sorry. now turned into not a competitive event. To me, it was a training event. Dewan, what is the problem with a short, aggressive time cap? There is no problem given that people actually do com- get to complete the test or the event at all. When it's short and aggressive, you're not allowing people to actually compete. You're just cutting them off. And when you have this sandwich in between cutting to 30 and then cutting to 10, this is a great event. This is the thing. is like, I like this program. 21-15-9, power cleans at 176 and 115. And then farmer like wonderful. Blowing up the grip, blowing up the midline, making the power cleans. Do you go, do you do touch and go? Can you hang on to the backs? Like there was so much involved here. It was actually one of the better programmed events of the entire weekend, especially for a short event, which is tough to do. And then you throw this time cap in there, like as if nobody tested this event. Right. Actually, it would, it would have been to, to his question. It would have been programming wise better to have a very soft uh, time domain because then everyone has to finish. Right. Because then now you have the time, you have the actual time clock, which is now your score. Not, yeah, there was eight of us that all finished on the same lap because now it forces everyone to finish. Yeah. Yeah, we had some great potential races that got cut short. Brian Spin nailed it. He said if the athletes could have finished, he would have had a good race at the end. There were so yeah. many athletes sprinting around trying to get as far as they could in five minutes versus racing each other. Corey says, I think a seven-minute cap. Seven minutes, two minutes. So, What if, what if you would have uh, 21 in three laps, 15 in two laps, nine in one lap to finish? Mm. I mean, if you wanted to get under the time cap, yes, but to take away from the event itself, I liked how the farmer carries mattered more as the event went on. Hmm. I, I want those. I want something that unique. Goodbye. I want something that unique to have a, a factor in it. I don't want it to be a, I don't want it to be a power clean event. I get that. Right. I, get that. I like that. And then we didn't get that. And so I know I'm, getting a little heated on a a five minute time cap, but it's because you actually programmed a great event that had great races and shit. Andrea Solberg out there just like taking it to Karin Frey. Holy shit. Yeah. Karin Frey is like two of her. Right. And Solberg's out there just rolling with it, but we didn't get to see the finish. Yeah, because she blew right by her, too. Yeah, that was great. She blew right 
buyer. And and actually, another weird piece of this was transitions of tr- putting the bag down and turning. Like, Car and Fred is actually losing time to Andrea because her transitions were slow. Dude, slow. I was yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> totally. I know. I know. And then I got cut short at five minutes. I was so into this event because I really, really did like it. And I still love it. It's just the, t- the time cap, like... This is education for you guys. Is like time cap is just as not just as important. Is a important part of the puzzle, a important piece of the puzzle. What's well, it? Do you want to see your event? Do you want to see the? It's making this whole beautiful painting, and having it covered half of it so you don't get to see it. So you're yeah. right. I mean, it just it, they, we we didn't get to see the beauty of the race. Right, and, and it was too there bad. too. It was there. It, it was, was so there. great. And we're cutting a ten. I mean, the fact that there were that many that many ties—that's right. the race, you guys. Half like, the don't field you to cut. See how those would finish out of the five that were tied for first. You didn't want to see who would be first and who would be second, third, and fourth, and fifth. Right. Five-way tie for first on the women. Four-way tie for sixth on the men's side for event seven. One, two. Actually, we had less. One, two, yeah, three. It wasn't until like fifth place. Fifth, like fifth, 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 fifth. Four fifths. A little bit more spread out on the men's side, but like these ones mattered. Right? You had Kalen out there, got himself yeah. a solid third. He needed that. He was in 12, so he ends up getting cut. But there are some people like Luka Jukic. There were some important place finishes here that had a big impact on where people ended up getting cut or not getting cut. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so just, again, it's another one of those things to think about when you guys are programming. What is this time cap going to do to the event itself? And we've talked about uh, to Dewan's comment and not to say anything wrong there. That was a legitimate and great question is that we've seen, Events programmed where the time cap dictated the intensity of the event. The problem here is nobody could finish it, regardless of how hard they wanted to go or could go. They didn't have enough time. It's different than having, say, say it was six minutes. At a minute, we would have had people racing to the finish line here. Yeah. And people would have known, it's like, okay, I have to really push the pace more than I want to to finish this, versus no one's finishing this. <laughs> like... It just changes the scope and the intensity of the of the workout. The athletes will know if they need to just sit within the one length of the 30 meters or not. Mm-hmm. I just have to hang in here. I just can't let them turn. Right. I just have to hang right behind them so I have to stay in that same lane with them. That's the same rep. So. Right. Allegra, do we know Tessa the events? Not all the people. I heard Brandon Luckett was one of them. No, you didn't finish this. Uh, skills tested here. <laughs> Short time domain. Stamina, strength, speed, and power. That's all this was, which is great. This is good. We just had a slog, and now we went to speed, power output. Great. Great placing. Power cleans, 45 total reps, 270 meters of total pharma carry, low volume event. High intensity. Slog fast, high volume. Short sprint, high intensity. Great. The final, that's what it was called. Handstand walk course. And what this course was, if you guys didn't watch, it was about what? 
maybe five to 10 meters, maybe five meters, five meters through two cones, two freestanding handstand push-ups into 10 meters of cones. And it had to be unbroken. So walk, two handstand push-ups, walk a little bit further, get across the line. Then you go into a single arm, dumbbell, shoulder overhead, 10 on one arm, 10 on the other at 70 and 50 pounds, 15 overhead squats at 132 and 88, 60 and 40 kilos, 10 muscle-ups, ring muscle-ups here, 15 overhead squats, 10 shoulder overhead, and then a handstand walk course on the way back. The handstand walk course stipulation that it had to be unbroken, the whole thing. Slalom walk, handstand push-up, slalom walk. Everything else here in the middle was just massive interference for that going into, even going into the ring muscle-ups because the ring muscle-ups, the hardest part of a ring muscle-up different than a bar muscle-up is the lockout, the dip, the press-out, which is why when we have uh, muscle-ups here, it's pressing and pulling. Handstand walk, freestand, handstand push-ups. But if you look at these movement patterns, overhead squat, squat and pressing, or uh, shoulder overhead, pressing. Muscle-ups, pressing and pulling, handstand walk, pressing, free handstand push-ups. Like it was all... All the shoulder overhead that we didn't do. The entire competition. Except for thrusters. Other than thrusters. <laughs> <laughs> and is here. F remove it. Even on honestly by itself, this is one of my more favorite ones because of what it demanded from the athletes, especially at the end. And it, it all came down to that last handstand walk. The last handstand walk, totally. The whole thing. Now you could, and actually like your opinion is, do you like that it all came down to that one movement? Because if you saw Karin Frey, what she spent? Two or three minutes trying to get the first one? And then she caught up to sixth place by the end because nobody else could do the final walk unbroken, save right, for right. four athletes. Well, then even like even uh, where Ricky was, Ricky was, what, a minute ahead? I think it was uh, he won by like a minute. Dude, Ricky freaking Crushed destroyed it. everyone here. I know. <laughs> so Mike, Ricky's last day was insane. And we'll get there when we wrap things up here in a minute. But um, I honestly, I think that this would have been because of how it all came down to that final event. I would have rather had this event be earlier in the week or earlier in the competition so that you have all the athletes that could, because that would really throw a wrench in with everybody. Yeah. Rather than it just being here at the end. Not not as an elimination one, not right. as an elimination event, but to put it to where everyone like, it's going to affect everyone. Okay, because like look what it did with with uh, uh, Frey, right? Which she had, right? You put a couple other athletes in there, mm -hmm. and then that becomes a that becomes a bigger drop. So all of a sudden, you 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 have an athlete that okay maybe they aren't as big and strong, maybe they aren't as fast, but they can do this. Oh like, yeah. Okay, let them kind of play in there and throw the wrench into the, into the mix a little bit, Okay. but early, early in the competition so that it doesn't just fuck everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, all right. How about this? You put this as event seven and you make event seven, event eight. So I know we're going chipper to chipper. I get that, but we went from 20 minutes to 10, it was a lot of lower body slugging. This is upper body with some high skills. They said more athletes in the field to offset. Don't change a thing. 
and then put event seven, which was the 21, like event seven is the sprint finale. That's a, that's a race. That, that's right? the excitement you want to finish. Yeah. And totally. so here we are saying event order matters. That was the whole reason of, of part of talking about this is that now we go 20 minute cut, 10 minute high skill, like slug fest cut, right? Slug fest cut, high skill cut. Now we have 10, all 10 going at the same time. And it's first person across the finish line. We know who the champ is. Yeah. And it's a dead sprint. You put the time, you don't even put a time cap. It's no, the finale. They make them finish. They have to finish. Right? That's a finale. Now we go like, damn. <laughs> damn. Uh, I, I do. Yeah, that would have been great. That, that would have that been way more exciting. It would have made a lot more sense. It would have had a lot more um, activity on the. Now, to be fair, there was board. a lot of excitement here too. There's a lot of drama because I was like, "Oh shit, Karen Frey yeah, is going to yeah, lose." But the, but the drama, but the drama was they're not going to finish it. They're right? Not not, not, not it. who's going like, to win. Are they going to be able to step? It yeah, wasn't like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, they're racing to the end," or it's like step for step for step. It wasn't anything like that. You don't want for your final. You don't want people standing there waiting for them to recover enough to get up on the line to actually do the movement. Yeah. You want everyone to just like throttle down all the way and they're all going for it. Right. Right. That's where you want in your finale. You want to race. You want to race. Right. Now this will is exciting. I was sitting there at the edge of my seat, just wondering who's going to get, because Connor Frey was in a position that if she had gotten last and Glut got first or Solberg got first, which I think she did, mm. she would actually have lost the whole thing. And she was ahead by almost 90 points. Yeah. I was like, Oh shit. She going to, she going to lose an entire competition off a handstand walk, <laughs> right? which we've seen before, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, order of events. Put this one, which is really a high-skilled gymnastics test with interference. Nobody's failing the shoulder overhead. Nobody's failing the overhead squats. Nobody's failing the ring muscle-ups. It all came down to can you do it fresh and can you do it fatigued on a handstand yep. walk course, which is fine. It's great. Put that in there. You just made people slug it out for 20 minutes. Low skill, very low skill. And then you come into the final, which would have been this. And it's like, now race. Power cleans and farmer carries. You, you, no you one's getting out want, tricked here. You don't want a high skill finale. Yeah. You want to race in the finale. Right. Right. You want to either step by step or everyone's just all out going crazy going for it. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. You don't. You don't want to. I think you don't want. I just think it's not as exciting when the skill now is so high. Again, and, and they've done that. Where they, I mean, they've done it with like rope climbs, and they've done that with other events in Dubai, right. where it sounds great. It's like here we're just gonna throw this nutso thing. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah, no, now no one can do it. Right. So it's like you don't have a race anymore because everyone's waiting for themselves to recover to be able to get ready to do mm -hmm. the pieces. You don't want that for your final. Yeah. You want people throwing haymakers. Yes, you do. It's too bad. That's too bad. Close. Close. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as the programming on this day, okay. Order of events, not so much. Uh, end of the weekend, just to show you guys where we're at. Karn Frey takes it for the women. 702 points. Andrea Solberg, I cannot express how impressed I am with her performance. She looks like a Dude. total different athlete. Like, yeah. she's put on some 
She's put on some good muscle mass because hers, like she was a gymnastics freak. And now she's moving some weight. I mean, it, to, to be ahead of Karn Frey in the 21-15-9 power clean sandbag, like she was beating her. Like that shows you have come into play here. And then uh, Claudia Gluck building off her semifinal performance. Yeah. She made a name for herself in a couple events there. And now she's over here getting um, top three in Dubai. For the men, Roman Karenikov takes it. Ricky Garrard takes second. And really, it's just because of this one finish here for Ricky. That 25th place. Well, not the one finish, but that one didn't help. Right. Like, dude, gets 25th, loses 84 points to Roman to start the weekend. But if you look at Ricky's last day, Ricky gets third, second, first, and first. Now, Roman did exactly what he needed to do. He's like, okay, six, lost three places. Fourth, lost, or sorry, that wasn't the last day. Ricky's last day, second, first, first. (laughs) Roman's last day was fourth, second, second, so he just doubled his places. It was insane. Like, Ricky's last day was phenomenal. I should say Andrea Solberg's last day was very good as well. She went, I mean, she pulled a Ricky, second, first, and first on the last day. And so, you know, good on them. Uh, And Lazar Jukic getting top three overall. So, all right, Bill. Uh, Brian Spin had a question in here. Oh, did you stop some time domains being tested? Uh, you know, I think when we're talking CrossFit stuff, we want that kind of between that, uh, you know, eight and 12 minute range for the most part. And I think that they were right around that. They had a lot of sprint ones for sure. They didn't have their real long one. Their longest one was the 21 and 22 minute cap, but everyone was kind of around that 18 to 20 minute mark. So I think it was a little less than normal, but I think that you know, generally speaking, I think they were okay. I think they had, even though you had a couple of the sprints, you did rounds of the sprints. Yeah. So, I mean, you kind of added up. You're still kind of right in that, like, eight-minute realm. I thought they were decent, realm. actually. I, I, li- I liked them. The, I liked them. the obstacle course, five to ten minutes, depending on the athlete. The lift is the lift. It's a heavy day, so that's that's in yeah. there. Um, Ten to twelve minute ten rounder, followed by the intervals of two minutes, followed by the twenty minute plus one, uh, sub five minute, and another ten minute one. Yeah, I think they were fine. actually their time domains. They did very well on, except the time <laughs> caps might have been right. Could have been adjusted more. But uh, yeah. all right, Bill. Our element twenty six thumb tape review of the Dubai Fitness Championship. Would you like to lead us off? Okay, I'll go. Um, I really like Dubai. I like what they have to offer. I like what they try to do. I like the spectacle of the show that they're that they're uh, always trying to do. It. It's definitely a different flavor, I think, than a lot of other competitions, and it allows um, a lot of opportunity, uh, both financially and uh name wise um early in the season before they hop into the season uh, so it allows a lot of opportunities for the athletes to get out there and and mix it up um i feel that they don't really understand what they're trying to offer the athletes a lot of times um if it was 
I don't know if Luckett was testing the events or if he was one that was programming. Um, I think Ryan said events. he just did one of them because he's part of like that EMOM company. Okay. So that might have been the uh, only okay. one. I know Sawa- Sa- Saud had a big. That's his. That's his baby. Yeah, right? and, and I know that like they have a collective group that kind of play with that. And, and again, one of the things that I think is rough when you are programming for elite level athletes is understanding truly what it is that you're giving them. Um, not that every great programmer has to be the most elitist of athletes, but you have to understand what it's going to feel like and what that's going to do to your athletes when they're competing over the course of the competition. I think that they miss that a lot of times. Um, all the legs back to back to back to back to back. Mm. Uh, the uh, same exact stimulus on one side and then really lacking a lot of the stimulus. Just because you have one event that has all this high skill doesn't mean that like, oh, okay, cool, we checked all the boxes. No, you did that in one event. I, I liked that event. That was cool with the handstand walking and all the shoulder stuff because they needed that because they had a very minimum. I mean – 10 rope climbs, okay, I got it, but not everyone did all the rope climbs. You had your your 10 bar muscle-ups and 10 ring uh, ring muscle-ups. Cool, but again, these are some of the the big names in our space, and that is the 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 smallest amount of yeah. gymnastic pulling uh, volume that that I've ever seen in any competition that we've that we've had. And them so, specifically. Totally. And so I, I think that they they missed a lot of those pieces. There were some events that were that were by themselves kind of cool um i like the way that i like that they had the the obstacle course i really like the obstacle course i i like that they gave them the opportunity to do that um i like some of the setups that they were trying i like the imam attempt uh, i'm glad that it worked out better than what it could have worked out as you know again i wouldn't program it that way but i think that it still worked out okay but it just feels like there was a lot of disconnect about what they were wanting to do and then what actually happened as far as like what they what the stimulus was on the athletes and, and for the competition itself so um again i like a, i like a handful of the events we know that we could have made some switches we even said what they were so i think i'm gonna have to go like a 0.75 okay 0.08 or 0.8 i mean somewhere okay. in there Almost a one, not quite a one. Yeah. And I, I didn't even talk about the lifting because I, I just, it makes me angry to talk about it. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah. So you got three quarters, 0. 0.75, 20. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to make this really easy. I've got four quarters right here. Eight events. Event one, obstacle course. You get to keep one. <laughs> event two, lifting event. Lost it. No. Gone. <laughs> Gone. Event three, I didn't hate it. I didn't mind it. It was a thruster one. Okay, you still get it. Event four, you put squats in right after you did a bunch of squats. That's a no. That is an absolute no. Event five, elimination, you went back to back with the bike and your order was not in order. Slogfest, Programming, don't mind it. Needed to be there. Sprint, time cap, miss. And then you had a great finale with those movements. Now you couple that with, okay, that's just events themselves. You couple that with the fact that a lot of these things could have been avoided with a little bit of extra thought and process and talking it out. Like, I don't know what type of roundtable they have. 
a lot of the times you may see is that it's a lot of people saying yes, which is a, sometimes a big drawback if you're trying to get feedback on it because there, I think yes is the most important word for a lot of these people. It's like, hey, do you like this? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> Whatever you say. Whatever you say, right? So with that extra step of, we just walk through this for an hour and a half and without drastically shifting focus or movements or you should have done this even though you didn't have the capacity to, we fixed all that in an hour and a half of talking about it. So you lose one more quarter for that, so I'm 0.75. 0.75. Okay. Not to copy you, I just got there a different way. I get it, I get it. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. The, uh, we've got a few on that. I mean, we need to do legends. God bless. There's so many things. I was told we yeah. forgot down under. <laughs> we forgot yeah. that. Uh, and then we are trying to track down actually Michelle Latondra and talk about her two weeks of programming. So we're going to see if we can get her on the show, talk about her programming. Obviously, it's been a hot topic uh, for one of those workouts, which <laughs> we want to talk to her about. We want to talk to her about it, right? Hey, fill us in. What's the deal? Let us know. All right. If that's the path you're going, so be it. To each their own. To each their own. But uh, all right, that'll do it for us here. Happy Thursday. You guys have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye.